This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web. And your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Sons of Anarchy After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Sons of Anarchy After Show. I love that as we started our episode tonight, Wendy has us all talking about things we've been addicted to. <laughs> like Tylenol PM. Yes. Or Afrin. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that helps me sleep. You know? Yeah. Whatever. Hey, guys. It is Season 6, Episode 10, Sons of Anarchy. They've all told me how to say it, and I'm still going to butcher it, because to me it looks like it says Hung Wu. Probably not what it's called. Couldn't help you. Wang Wu. There you go. Wang Wu. There you go. Soft age. There you go. Well, I'm Crystal Kennedy, back finally two weeks in a row. Finally, two, two weeks in a row. I know, so happy to have you back. We missed you. You're broken. Yeah, I. Uh, so for those of you at home, I uh, I had surgery this morning. Matt Lieberman. Uh, I had a I had a, <laughs> a guy smiling. Uh, I had a ganglionectomy. I'm okay. Sounds uh, really serious. It sounds way more serious than it is, but it's just like you know, it's like a ball of protein that they removed. I'm a little whack, whacked out on drugs at the moment. Wendy. Uh, for the pain. Exactly. I am officially the Wendy of this show. I like it. I'm a no good junkie. I like uh, it. So bear with me. I'm going to do the best job that I can, but just know that I'm a teensy bit loopy. Uh, we're Loopy's missing, good. Loopy's good. We're missing uh, our, our brother in arms, Kevin Undergaro, this week. <sighs> Bastard. I know. Bastard. Well, He's so fired. He'll he'll be back. He has to be back. Yeah. Can we talk about the first, like, Three minutes of the episode, the montage, it was like everything looked great. Mm-hmm. Telemora was back. The, the, the Dio, escorts. Diosa del Sur is up and running. Everyone's smiling. Chibs has some great new hair dye in his hair. Tara's alive. She doesn't have a gun in her hand. Exactly. Everything looked great. Clay was getting out of solitary confinement. Mm-hmm. And then. Jax goes to church. Yeah. Well, we knew that things couldn't stay couldn't stay happy, that things had to go had to go wrong. 
Uh, you know, Tara wakes up and she sees, uh, she goes into Thomas's room and he's not there. She freaks out. Cause that's never happened before. Right. Runs into Abel's room and, uh, there's Jax holding one baby, staring at the other. He's like, we should let them get some sleep. He's pa- he packed his stuff up and in a decidedly un-Jax-like move yeah. is like, listen, I know myself. I can't be around you right now. Because someone's going to get hurt. I'm going to leave and go bang my business partner. You stay and think about what you did. Uh, yeah, break. You know, yeah. well, it's it's a far better response than the anger. Here's here's where I'm at on on Jax's reaction to Tara. And, you know, like I'm surprised I'm surprised and not surprised that he shared it with the whole club this week because it's something that's so intensely personal. I know that it, it ties into his ability to conduct business. So they need to be apprised on some level. Well, but, not only that, but their family and their brothers and what yeah. happens with one happens with all. And that's why I think it was Chibs who said, what do you want me to do? Like, what do you want us to do? Exactly. She should not, in all intents and purposes, walk away from this. Yeah. At all. Well, we'll we'll see about that. I think that there's still something redeemable in her. I think she's realized just how far she went and that there maybe could have been other avenues. She had been pushed against the wall and she did things she was not capable of. And now she's blaming every uh, other people. She's like she's blaming Jax toward the end of the episode, which we'll, of course, get into. But I think that while Jax is furious with her and might not ever forgive her, he understands why she did what she did and that there were good reasons behind it. There have been a lot of moments this season that have been about Jack's realizing uh, and recognizing his role in his son's potentially growing up angry, growing up disturbed. It's a hard life. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. ...to grow up in, especially the way things have been going for the Suns in the last few seasons. Um, you know, that moment when he killed Alice a few episodes ago in the Venus Van Damme episode, she was talking about, you know, how he's not able to raise his son. And then, of course, we end on him basically playing daddy in this episode. Well, and and you brought up an interesting point, too, that when he was in the church, the, the, the two boys ran by and I instantly thought, oh, he's thinking of his two sons. And you were like, oh, Opie. And, and it's true. He was probably thinking of exactly both of those things. Like, where would they be if it wasn't for the club? How would their lives have turned out? And now that they do have this club, like him and Ope turned out OK, but then Opie died. So right. Not so much. So he has to be thinking all that. Um, and also, Ope's life was filled with tragedies, you know, when Donna passed, then his father, and, you know, and things. all because of the club. Yeah. Like they, they both died directly because of the club. Yeah. Life, his life was not easy. And Donna should have stayed in the house and not went and got that damn detergent. Oh, she has every right to get detergent whenever well, she wants. You know. Or had. Big she, ups to you, Donna. We miss you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll pour I'll that. pour one out for pour, Donna. Pour some out. Yeah. Um well speaking of the club and and 
Galen. Ugh. Mm. Like, I just can't with him. Like, I just can't because it's like Jax has all this stuff going in motion. He makes this, you know, plea with the DA. This is what we're going to do. We're going to give you Galen. We're going to do this. And it's like he – Galen just continuously screws him. Oh, yeah. Every no, chance he gets. Every time I see Galen rear his head, I'm just like, die already. Yeah. We've had so many people die. Why not you? Yeah. Um, He's getting increasingly, I think, desperate. He was not happy that Kakuza uh, was thinking about backing out, even though that was all a play to get a better deal. You know, Galen, rather than negotiate, he threatens. You know, of he's, course. He, but he didn't even threaten at first. Like at first, it was going well. Like here's the guns. Let look how much they shoot. Mm-hmm. And you know, he before they even got to the the parts with the Italians. I mean, when he was talking to the club about Clay being released early, and this is what's going to happen. And now, you know, the club has no choice but to help them break Clay out, which yeah. is not part of the plan. Which now screws up Jack's plans with. With Patterson. Uh, with Patterson. It's like this constant, like, he cannot get out of the way. No. It, well, it, honestly, the threat, first of all, he hates Jax. Hates him. He hates him. So anything he can do to screw him over, he's going to do. But the threat was, ju- was just as much, if not more so, for uh, for the Asians than it was for Kakuza. Yeah. You know, he was reminding Kakuza this is what happens to pe- uh, to people who think that there's more than one supplier in NorCal. But it was really a more clear message just like, stay away from my customers. This is how things work. This is how they've worked for generations. The IRA runs guns in NorCal. Back the F up. And now you're dead. And now you're dead. It was Oops. terrible. Terrible. And now the Suns are even in an even tighter spot because now they're trying to please – shall we go down the list? They're trying to please Patterson. They're trying to please the Irish. They're trying August. to please – August. They're trying to please the Asians. Uh, they're trying to please the people of Charming to get them back on their side. It's like everybody's weighing down on them. They're screwed. Right? Like, there's no way out at this point. There it, really isn't any way out because, because you know, his way out was giving up Galen to Patterson. Mm-hmm. That got him out of the guns. That got them, you know, the business with Nero's obviously on the up and up now. And now Galen has put such a wrench in that now the Chinese are coming down. They're chasing them down, trying to kill them. Only to steal Happy. Yeah. And to Who's say... Who's having a great time. He's having a great time. Eating chow mein, watching cartoons. Which I'm jealous of because anyone that lives in California knows there is no good Chinese food out here. No. Good sushi, not good Chinese food. And the whole episode made me want Chinese food. So thank you, Kurt Sutter, for yeah. reminding me what, again, I don't have here. Yeah. I mean, but are we going to drive out to Alhambra? Jesus. It's terrible. But seriously, like, now they... The, the Chinese are like, no, this is, this is, this is your choice. Your choice is, that's it. We want the guns. Now you have to screw over the Irish, mm-hmm. which is never going to happen. Well, he was already going to screw over the Irish. No, he was only going to give up Galen. That's true. He wasn't going to screw over the king, the, the Irish kings. kings. He or was Connor. just giving up Galen, which at that point, I think he would have been okay with. I think the Ir- the kings would have understood. Yeah, this is what you did to me. He was a bad apple anyway. I had to do this. I need out of guns. This was his way out. Mm-hmm. And now he's just screwed. Oh yeah. Well, and they have to please Baroski too. And it's so interesting. You know, Kurt Sutter uh, wants to get very, very subtly and quietly 
built up all this pressure because we we had had a string of lighter episodes that were or just episodes that were more intimate they were more right. about the 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 Tara storyline that and kind of building up to this big climax but just kind of adding up all these extra layers all this pressure that uh Jackson the Sons are going to have to deal with and I honestly don't know how they please everyone and stay whole like they, uh, someone is going to get shafted of course, I I really it's terrible, but I really see this ending with not many sons standing in the end because there is and and it's true with with Sutter this season, all of the pressure from all of the different areas built up so slowly and quietly that you almost you almost forgot about it because of the Wendy Tara drama yeah. until tonight, and then it was like oh shit yeah they're screwed so who who does he pick who's who. Who I mean, ultimately, the most important thing is the deal with Patterson, but right. she's not threatening to kill them. No. Yeah. And and how do how does how does he now get Galen to Patterson when they have to help break Clay out? Like it's almost impossible for both to happen. Right. It was already it was already harder than hard. Here's what I think. I think they they break Clay out. They break Clay out, they ferry him off, they snatch Galen up as per as per usual. I think they deal do the Patterson deal first and try to play for more time with the Chinese. Maybe they tie August and the Chinese together because August wanted to do distribution of the Irish guns. You know, if the Irish won't work with August, maybe the Chinese will, and that can at least be a peace offering. You know, yeah, but for that's the time not being. all the gun business. I that's know. A, that's a very that's a that's not a good. Can't idea. I be an optimist? I mean, you can, but it's Sons of Anarchy. I know. Um, and speaking of the whole, we talked about. There's so much pressure. We haven't seen it because we've been focused on Wendy and Tara. Yes, and. Wendy, you know, we we were talking about it a little bit in the studio before the show started. You know, she's we've watched her fall each week, and Tara had to know this was going to happen. She she I think she was so driven in her plans. Like that's the thing when you're plotting something like this that has so many moving parts and you're so backed up against the wall. You, she had to convince herself, I think, on many levels to do it, to betray Jax, to betray Gemma, all this. And once she was committed to that train of thought, that line of thinking, you kind of have to cancel out those doubts. You have to just think this will work out. I've, I've made my bed, time to sleep in it. You know, Wendy has been off drugs long enough that we can handle this and that she's the best choice. So I don't think even though it, to us, it's plainly obvious that, you know, an addict is an addict and that ultimately one one wrong step, you're off the wagon. And with Wendy, you know, it, it wasn't just one wrong step. And that's where I think my confusion with Tara is, is that she didn't just say, hey, Wendy, I need you to do this. I need you to take care of the kids. She involved her in lying and manipulating. And those are the things that will turn an addict right back down that street to, well, it's just one more time. She thought she was stronger. You know, she's discovering to her horror the level of strength that she's acquired, you know, since uh, she came back to Charming. She's as 
ruthless and brutal in yeah. many ways is Gemma. And I think she was terrified to really realize it tonight. But she just assumed, you know, Wendy will sack up and do whatever needs to be done. That's why she ran over Juice's bike. She was so pissed that she let herself trust Wendy, that she let herself trust an addict. It was a huge miscalculation. Honestly, I mean, she should have given the kids to Margaret Murphy if she was going to give them to anyone. I know that that was the lie that she told Gemma to get her to come down to the hospital and blow up at them. But at least Margaret is a responsible person, not a drug addict. But I think that Jax would be less apt to kill Wendy, Wendy than, than Margaret. Margaret. And, and He's already threatened Wendy several times. I know, but she knew that Gemma liked Wendy. Um, can we – Stephen, sorry. Um, she knew that Gemma was back on, you know, the Wendy wagon per right. se. So she knew that um, – sorry, guys. I didn't mean to stop mid-sentence. It was just getting a little stuffy in here and I couldn't breathe. So I needed some help from our engineer, Stephen. Um, but I think I think that's exactly why she didn't choose Margaret because Margaret wouldn't be able to protect those boys. She yeah. was weak and she was also very easy – easily manipulated as we saw with Tara. Like, yes, she was being manipulated for the right reasons, but she was... I wouldn't call it manipulation. With with Margaret, with Margaret, it wasn't manipulation. They're friends. They've, they've got a yeah, bond. She, she agreed to do it. 100%, but she also did illegal things. True. Do you know what I mean? Which yeah. Tara had to manipulate her a little bit because that's her, that's her life. That's her livelihood. That's her career that she's throwing away for somebody. Mm-hmm. That, for what? That... I mean, to what has Tara shown her up to this point? Tara's always going back to Jack's. She's always going back to the club. Yeah. So there is, a, I think she also a little sa- bit of she also saved her life once, you know, a uh, few few seasons back. It's it's tough to say where the line is. I agree with you. She's putting a hell of a lot on the line, and that Tara probably had to flex a bit to get her to agree to it. But I would say that far more than Wendy who you could really feel her pressuring Wendy. I feel like Margaret was more apt to take the risk because it's Tara and because she wants the boys out as much as Tara does. But the pressure with Wendy only started recently because at the beginning, Wendy was all on board. She was like, this is a great idea. Gemma's a terrible person. This is that. And, and Wendy was was right there with Tara supporting and cheerleading. Wendy didn't start to change her tune until she saw that Gemma trusted her again. Once she saw that Gemma trusted her again, that's when Wendy, Wendy started to be like, okay wait I miss this life I miss this family I miss this die together like that's when she really started to question and and not know where to go because before that she hated them all yeah but once she saw that Gemma actually trusted her again after everything that she went through that's when Wendy started to fall apart that's solid insight I agree with that which sucks yeah and then so and she we, still does care about her because yeah. now she's, uh, you know, shacking her up uh, at her at her house. It's the kind of rehab where, uh, you know, if you screw up again, I rip your tits off. Well, what I thought was really weird, too, with Wendy was that she – so we, we know that she's messed up. Tara just left. She ran Juice's bike over, whatever. Unser and Nero yeah. decide to get in the car together. The odd couple. Which is the best conversation I've ever seen in a car in my life. Now I'm scared. Okay, yeah. You you took this to be far more dark and foreshadowy than than I ever thought. I just thought, you know, these guys have never really spent any time together. They've got the Gemma love thing between them. 
you know, Wayne was just a huge sourpuss. He doesn't want to get to know Nero. He doesn't give a shit about him, as he as he so eloquently put it. Right. Um, and Nero's just trying his best. Again, such a great guy. He knows that Wayne is so important to her. He's trying to he's trying to get uh, make a connection there. Now you, which is why he's going to die. I don't understand how that train of thought works. Because what is the point of that conversation? What is the point of that scene in this show if one of if if Nero is not about to die? Like, what is the point of the conversation? Like, two guys go in a car to pick up a junkie that both love Gemma. Like, I don't see the importance of it other than that Nero is now comfortable. He's got his place. Everyone agrees that he should be there. He's doing all the right things. He's setting everyone up for success. And then they're going to kill him. If, if if we're going by that logic, then what was what was the point of showing happy eating chow mein and enjoying it and watching because cartoons? Because it's happy. He's crazy. Like to me, that makes more sense. Like right. they're just showing that they're not killing him because every single one of us is like, oh my god, are they going to kill him? Are they going to torture him? Right. We tortured the Irish guy, and I think I think that to me is just a funny like he's making the best out of being with the Chinese people by eating Chinese food and watching Chinese cartoons and laughing and making them uncomfortable. Right. That makes sense to me. But when when Kurt Sutter gives me a conversation between Nero and Unser in a car that's awkward, but then turns right around, ultimately and makes you sweet. Feel yeah, you're starting to feel safe. I I understand I'm that. I'm starting under- to love Nero more and more, which makes me think that. But we are we already thought he was getting the axe. I don't know. I I feel like it's that sort of scene where if if there's somebody who has hasn't had a ton of love on screen and we haven't really gotten to know them very well. And there's a whole bunch of scenes in one episode where there we see them being very sweet, and we're like, "Oh, I like this person." We have them ripped from us in that episode, and I feel like I don't know. I, f- I don't. I don't know. I don't know what I'm arguing here, and this this may just be the drugs talking. <laughs> I enjoyed the scene. I do think I that Nero's in too. danger. I don't I know think- that there's a correlation. I, I loved the scene and I think the more they show me Nero being yeah. the good guy and saving everything, the closer he gets to getting the act. Do you think that Wayne will ever give, uh, let Gemma know that Nero's okay and like give, give her his blessing? If we do, if he does, if he we does, should then expect he's him dying. to die the in next episode. Epi- in, no, by the end of that episode. <laughs> the next episode. Over. Over. I don't, I don't know that, I don't know that Unser would ever do or say that. Like, I think Unser is just the kind of guy that, like, like at the end of the episode, we saw them, Unser smoking a joint. Yeah. Nero's drinking his tea, much like you. I think that that's all that it goes to. Yeah. Steven, you had something? May I say something? Sure. Steven the Mew on the ones and twos. Um, With a scene like this, what I got from it is I really didn't picture Unser versus Nero kind of thing. I usually, whenever I think of Unser's love for Gemma, I always imagine it between Gemma, Clay, and Unser, that kind of triangle. Yeah. So it kind of put in my mind the jealousy between Nero and Unser a little bit. Not really jealousy, but you know what I mean. But Nero's found out a lot of stuff about Gemma. Oh, yeah, and she hadn't mentioned. That she didn't really, that he didn't know before. So now he's going to... I'm wondering if Unser tells Nero a little bit more, assuming he knows it, and that's going to kind of shake the waters between Nero and Gemma. That's kind of where I see this conversation going. You think Unser's going to shake the waters between Nero and Gemma? Yeah, I feel like... no No way. way. 
No way. Are you kidding me? With everything that Nero knows, you think that poor little dying of cancer Unter is going to be? No. He didn't bat an eye when she said, oh, yeah, by the way, he's in love with me. No, he didn't even know. He... that's, if anything, he oh wait, made more I, of an effort. That's Nero, not Unser. Finish what you were saying. What what I'm saying the, is, I, I, I'm saying that there's something that Unser knows a lot more than Nero knows about the history with Gemma. I'm just saying that there may be something that Nero doesn't know right now that Unser may let slip. That's I all I'm saying. Eh, it's entirely possible. I think we're I think we're right, uh, but time will tell. I just don't think Unser has that kind of negative agenda. I think he's realized that that's not going to happen. No, and I think that she's been honest with him. I mean, she was honest with him about JT. Like, I don't think that um, there's anything Unser that can tell Nero that's going to make Nero be like, oh, that's it. Yeah. You killed a cat? I'm out. Although, although, frankly, if Nero told Unser about all the things that, uh, that Gemma's let him in on, I don't think anything would crush Unser more than to know how deep their bond is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like it would definitely crush Unser to know how much she's told Nero and how yeah. much Nero knows. That would hurt Unser, but not. Because even when she was married to Clay, Unser was the confidant. Not Unser, Unser was the important one, the one that she came to with the problems and the shoulder to cry on. And I, you have to look at the fact that, I mean... Gemma's better with him, and everybody mm-hmm. has to see that. She's she's handling everything better. Business with the club, her relationships, the way she's talking to everyone. So I feel like that we're not just seeing that. I feel like they're seeing that as characters as well. I feel like we see more of it, though, than, than well, the rest of, course, of the club. Well, of course, because we're outside. You know, and then things like her supposedly giving Tara a miscarriage. Like, now we know that that's false, but it was just sort of like... Okay, yeah, no, Gemma is Gemma no matter how sweet she is on most days. She's still oh, going sure. to she's still going to flip out Before at the drop we of the hat. Talk about Tara cuz that Tara Gemma conversation. Oh man, that was pot's boiling over. Yeah. Um thank you guys for commenting and writing and liking us. Um if you're lo- listening to us on iTunes, make sure you like us and share us with a friend um, and give us a five star rating if five you please stars yeah i want five it's gonna be my birthday soon and i want five stars for my birthday yeah. get on it get on it um and if you're watching us on youtube hey uh we love to read your comments i got tons of tweets last week by the way oh yeah um that people totally agreed the homeless girl has been on before and has 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 been with Gemma and Jax and other scenes they've both dealt with her and given her things so we're gonna see her back I yeah can feel first it. appearance a lot of people were telling me it was right it was during donna's funeral or right after it and that Gemma directly helped her out and gave her uh, had a conversation with her soon after she was raped a few seasons ago um so it's it's very interesting that we're looping this plot back in now and that uh you know who is this person is does she represent something or will she ultimately play into the end game of the show? Is she, as we thought, another mistress of JT, perhaps? She's alive and JT's alive. We'll no. see. I don't know. If JT was alive and she was a mistress of JT, then why would he be letting her live on the street? Maybe he doesn't know she's alive. Maybe he's Maybe he on the street, no too. Memory. Am I getting two days of our lives on us? Mm, Sorry. I'd say you've got a little more rope. 
<laughs> I'd say you've got a little more rope to, to hang yourself on the days of our lives train. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, for a hot second, so like, there's all these new guys in the club, and <gasps> the one I scream. I know the one that was that was following Tara around before, before Juice took over. Like, we were just like, what? Whoa, was that JT? I scream. That's JT. Yeah. Uh, of Not course, so JT much. would be a hell of a lot older and. But and you're the only one on painkillers. I know. And I so, was the one screaming. So I have an excuse. And then you I don't watched have an the excuse. whole Chinese scene like this. The whole one. Because I was so afraid somebody was going to die. Uh, it, it was terrible. You've and got post-traumatic stress I disorder. I do. Tonight was... And Tara is freaking losing it. Oh, yeah. Like, she unraveling does... Okay, first of all. Did she really think this was going to work? Did she really no, think? No, she plotted this whole thing thinking that it wasn't going to work. Of course she thought it was going to work. But how? Because, simply because, Gemma was never supposed to find out that, it, that no Doesn't one was matter. supposed to find out that she was never pregnant. And Doesn't matter. There's a huge difference between leaving Jax and betraying Jax, lying to him, doesn't giving matter. him hope for a third child, absolutely does matter. One hundred percent does matter. D- let me tell you the the truest thing Gemma said in this. And that, do you know who your husband is? Sh- there is no way in hell. No matter how you look, the only way this was working, and and it still wouldn't have worked, if Tara went to jail, that's the only way Tara would get out of this. She thought there she is, was going to jail. But either way. Jax would never, ever allow his children to be taken from him. He would hunt Wendy down every day for the rest of his life. There, There is no way in any spectrum of any scenario that this works that Jax would allow this to happen unless Jax is the one who says to her, you're right. I don't want my children to grow up like this. I'll deal with my mother. Take them. That's the only way this ever works. And the way she went about it now, I don't know that that happens. No. Well, now she's completely ruined it for herself. Of course. They're, like, th- that's the problem. Is As soon as it went down wrong, she should have aborted. She should have, uh, like, uh, not not the baby. <laughs> the plan. <laughs> I know. I heard, As soon as I heard it, I knew. But... Good save. But instead, she should have she should have come clean to Jax about what happened before the before the uh, before the forms were signed, before the restraining order was was signed, and begged for forgiveness right then and there. Because him knowing that she betrayed him is a huge difference in how he treats her, what her role in the kids' lives can be. You know, even if she was planning to divorce him, they've been growing apart for a long time. He has been doubting his kid's role in Charming and in the world. Sorry, I you, became an aunt tonight and yeah. I just got my first picture texted and I don't mean to just, sorry, I'm I was sorry. listening. I just got really excited I'm an aunt. And I'm excited because I'm watching Sons of Anarchy. So who do you like more, <laughs> fans? <laughs> Kidding. But, uh, no, she should have abandoned ship. There's no way out of it now and she's only making it worse for herself ultimately culminating in that scene at D.A. Patterson's office when she goes to try to take the deal and uh, which frankly you know smart move at this point because you don't really have many other moves left not knowing that still my answer to that is still does she know who she's married to no like, he, like there is not 
listen. She thought she could control him. I know him. this is only a television show. I fur I really in my head know that. Okay. But in this television show and in this land, she is married to the president of a motorcycle club. They are one of the founding charters of this motorcycle club. True. There is no way in hell this works out to her advantage. None. Like she needs to just go back now and say whatever you need. I there is no Gemma is right. There's two ways this works. My mom left or my mom passed away. She's right. That conversation between her and Gemma tonight was brilliant. All of it. From her saying to Gemma, you taught me how to do this. I thought you'd be proud of me. I mean, there was such truth to both of them. And then Gemma, pot calling the kettle black, betrayal's unforgivable. I just killed your father and my husband. But betrayal's, I mean, she has no room to talk. But that conversation was so good and showed you that Gemma is still very much Gemma. I know. There's no way this happens. But then, and also, by contrast... Her conversation with Jax after she walks in on him with Colette, um, which, uh, first of all, Kim Dickens looks great. Uh, wah, wah. I know, but it's, it's... He's just working out his mommy issues. Yeah, well, so's, so's Nero. But because, you know, when you have a rough day yeah. and you get shot at by the Chinese yeah. and Galen screws you over, yeah. there's no better way to unwind than with a hooker. That's true. Uh, with your hooker business partner. Right. Yes. Until your wife comes in with a gun. A hooker business partner over the age of 40. Right. Yes. Um, but by contrast with the scene between Tara and Gemma, the scene between Tara and Jax, she just, she's so wound up and she's like pathetic. Pathetic. What did you do to me? What did you do to me? You did this to me. And I'm just like, and I'm just like, oh, boo hoo. She knew what she was getting itself involved in. Like, like I, I, I understand that Jax has these, these, these dreams and making it legit. And, and I believe all that can happen. I really, really do. But she knew what she was getting involved in. Like, this is not like he was, but he's not a fucking, ooh, he w- sorry. He's not a baker. He like, wasn't, he was not the president of a motorcycle club when she came back to charming. He wasn't. For a long time, she was going to get him to leave. Really? They were going to leave until really? until Clay tried to have tried to have Kill them her. killed. Yeah, she he was going to leave. She had him. Like that's that's the thing that I think she is, I don't forget that, that. She, that she is seeing and that Gemma doesn't really think about or doesn't realize or assumes is dormant. There is a part of him that would love to have a normal life with them. It's just it ultimately the club matters more. It's a I complicated see, issue. I see Jack struggling with this. Yeah. I really, really do. I just don't see it ending well. When I think of the seasons, I think of the show, I think of Kurt Sutter, I don't see it ending well. We'll see. We will see. Um, I guess we can go to predictions? I guess so. Because that's... Now, you're after Buzz TV. We covered it all. Pretty much. Clay's getting out. Clay gets out next week. Uh, looks like the big action episode we've been waiting on for weeks and weeks. It's going to be a killer. It's going to be awesome wall-to-wall action. I don't know. I, I you let, got all that from that 30 seconds? From the 30 Woo-hoo! seconds? Well, I'm just saying, like, it's it's going to be it's gonna be lots of money up on the screen. I think we're losing somebody. Somebody either goes to jail or gets shot or dies next week. We're probably going to see at least one double, Nero. at least one double cross. 
Nero for episode for episode eleven. The hooker's pregnant. Hooker is not pregnant. Come on, in so that line fun. of work, if you're working at a nice place like that, I imagine you use protection. <laughs> She's trying to run a classy joint. I don't think she would do that. I mean, I don't think I don't she know. would take chances. We'll she see. doesn't know where Jax has been. She does now. But don't. <laughs> oh, classic Kennedy. You hear that? You just got Kennedyed. That's right. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know who's uh, who's coming out alive next week. I'm wondering how the Chinese are going to factor into the end of next week's episode. We still don't know how many episodes there are, right? No, we know it's 13. So there's For three. Sure. There's three episodes left. So whatever happens next week is going to lead to craziness the following week, and then it's just going to be all hell breaking loose okay. for the finale. Now that we know that there's only two episodes left. Three. Three? Yeah, it's episode We're 10. We're on 10, 11, 12, 13. I can't count. It's fine. Does Tara make it to next season? I don't know. I don't know. I, I have to imagine that she makes it to next season and that it's Nero who gets clipped. I was just going to say him next. I was going to yeah. ask you that next. But, and when does Unser die? Well, I don't know. I don't want to see him die because he's I my don't wanna, favorite. I don't want to see him die either, but he's he's been surviving a long time. Yeah. I imagine he dies in the second half of next season. Okay. And it's it's a well-earned death. I don't know that he goes out to cancer. I think that I he, don't think so either. I think he gives up his life for Gemma or for the club um, or maybe even the for, kids. for the kids. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so sad. I know. All right, tell them where they can find you. All right. People, you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can also find me here on AfterBuzz TV on the Sleepy Hollow and Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. after shows, which are both going to be in this studio right after this. So if which you're he'll watching be even live, higher for. Woohoo! <laughs> can I do a real quick prediction? I'll be fast. Sure. Yeah, get it. Um, I think that... Jax is going to give up the Irish to the Chinese, and then he's going to set the Chinese up with the DA, and they're going to pin the gun charges on the Chinese. Oh man! Oh man! They need Galen. They need Galen. Galen. They need. I think Galen's going to die, though. That's the problem. Okay, but the Chinese isn't big enough. I don't think he he has to give them Galen, or it doesn't work. Mm, The triads are a big gang. I feel Galen dies next episode, and it kind of throws and it throws everything off. And they go to the Chinese as a backup. I like that thought. I like the thought. Chris Lee? Galen doesn't die. Right. There's no way. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Chris Lee. And you can find me on AMC Movie Talk Monday through Friday. If you really like movies, come chat with me. See you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 